Because you wanted to be David Copperfield I, in a past I wa- life? <laughs> I wanted to. I love David Copperfield. I want to be David. Pull up a stool and settle it at the bar as we pour you another frosty episode of Gaming on Tap. And now, two delusional guys that actually believe they have an audience. Your hosts, J-Dub and Joey Mack. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite gaming and beer podcast. I am Joey Mack. And I'm J-Dub. Let me just say, your only, your only podcast that you listen to. Oh, my God. Is that a little ambitious? <laughs> Maybe just a just a skosh. <laughs> Speaking of skosh, what are we drinking? <laughs> are we going to just jump right into the beer? Let's do no no little no little banter today. No, we always have to do our banter. That's well, we that's gotta, who we are. We always have a little bit of yeah. We got to have a little bit of banter before we crack open this beer. So how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Like just uh, you know, as always, looking forward to our podcast and yeah. talking about games but more importantly talking about beer mm-hmm. god i love the beer you know i love games but my goodness i love beer <laughs> they're just they're such a great compliment to each other i mean they go hand in hand it's almost like pavlov's dog i crack open a beer and all of a sudden i just want to play board games i agree brother i agree so today is a special episode because uh thanksgiving's just around the corner so we thought that we would uh, celebrate and give you guys a Thanksgiving special episode. And because it's Thanksgiving, we wanted to pick a beer that kind of encompassed what we feel Thanksgiving is all about. So we picked a nice American Boston lager. It is the only Boston lager that's worth mentioning, and that is Samuel Adams. We picked. Yes. Uh, yep. We stepped away from our IPAs for a little bit and picked our perfect Thanksgiving beer. This is one of those beers that used to be my go to beer every single time I would go into a restaurant and had dinner. Sammy is such a great beer. It's so rewarding. It's got that caramel kind of flavor to it. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. this beer just complements dinner. Or lunch, or if you have a problem, breakfast. But this is a great beer, and I would say it doesn't give the credit it it deserves because these days I really lean towards IPAs and the calories. But this used to be the heavy calorie beer of choice um, because I would drink a lot of them, and they were one of those beers that you drink that you just you don't get tired of. It's a it's a really like nice relaxing beer. It's even probably one of the most beautiful beers to look at it is it is pretty it's complex well balanced and this and again this is coming from a guy that's not really a fan of lagers either i could just drink these all day they're so delicious absolutely this is a a nice compliment to white or dark meat whatever you prefer we're not judging i am the least racist person that you have ever met but uh white or dark turkey meat yeah and some stuffing, and don't forget some cranberry to kind of add to that sweetness after you take a swig of this one. This is this is delightful. Again, this is a great, great lager. And uh, got to get me some Sammy. Great yeah, way to exactly. celebrate Thanksgiving. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, 
Clink. Clink, clink. All right. That was fantastic. And now, now that we've uh, established what our perfect Thanksgiving beer is, let's, let's talk about what the perfect Thanksgiving games are. And today, like I said, we've got a special Thanksgiving episode, and, uh, and we decided to do another top three list. You know, we got some great positive feedback after the last one we did for Halloween where J-Dub and I picked our top three horror games. And we're like, hey, people seem to like that type of format. Let's do it again. So today we are going to pick the top three games that we are most thankful for. Joey Mack. Yeah. What, what are yeah, you J-Dub. thankful for? What are you thankful for in this episode? Well, I'm, I'm thankful for you, J-Dub. And I'm thankful for this podcast. And I'm thankful for our fans. Yes, I am very thankful for all three. That's and right. Speaking of three, oh, oh what's your nice, third, brother? Nice, nice segue. Well, before I get into it, I just wanna, I kind of wanna go over what my criteria was, because just like last time, I think, uh, you know, I had, I had a little bit of difficulty picking games until I, until I set criteria down and then it made it a little bit easier for me to narrow it down to three. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's really important, Joey Mack, because this was not an easy task. It wasn't. I'm thankful for all my games. If I'm, if I'm being honest, right? So for, for the way that I was able to, to narrow it down was I had to pick games that kind of have a sentimental value and a game that I would never consider getting rid of. That being said, I think number three is going to shock you a little bit. But my number three pick is Tricarian Legends of Illusion by Mindclash Games. Did you hear that, folks? Tricarian. Oh, Tricarian. <laughs> and there's a couple of reasons why I picked this game up. Um, but Because you big, wanted to be David Copperfield in I, a past I, life? I wanted to. I love David Copperfield. I want or to wait, be it's not David. It's David, not David Copperfield Blaine. now. It's, yes, that's it. The guy it's, that, it's Chris Angel. Chris Angel, that's the yeah, one I was thinking of. There you of. go. <laughs> or it's the wonderful Bert. <laughs> Bert. Bert Wonderstruck. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm Bert Wonderstone. Uh, no, I wish it was because I wanted to be one of those magicians. I love magicians. I love magic. But the but the big reason why I picked this was it was actually the first game I ever backed on Kickstarter. And uh, I think that was back in like, 2014 early 2015 something like that uh but yeah first game i ever backed on kickstarter was tricarian i aka the incredible burt wonderstone it, wonderstone that's it did you just google that <laughs> i think you were could googling. you hear me typing no oh <laughs> uh, that's hilarious oh man so tricarian is a worker placement game for two to four players uh, where every single person takes on the role of a magician. Very exciting. I thought, you know, just the theme alone I thought was so unique. Um, I don't know any other board games out there where you play magicians, so that was another reason that kind of drew me into this game. Um, the game itself is extremely complex, and it's probably the most difficult game I've ever had to learn. There's He's so, not kidding, folks. Oh this my God. is a very complex game. And I got to yeah. tell you, when he brought this to the table, I was like, what? What's with the magic? What? What it? I like it was just amazing to look at. But I was I was like, I didn't know what the game was about. I knew it had something to do with tricks. But uh, when he brought it to the table, I was just in awe. It's beautiful, 
and complex at the same time. It's so intimidating. There's so many little pieces and moving parts and all these little nitpicky rules that need to be remembered. I I took three solid days just to learn this game. It is, I mean, maybe you guys will have better luck than I do, you know, but for me, it took me three solid days just to learn this game. And on top of that, it's difficult to teach. So once you learn it, it's not like, okay, cool, I got this and I'll just teach my buddies in 15 minutes. No, like I, uh, J-Dub, how long did it take for me to teach this game to you and Alfred? Like 45 minutes, 50 minutes? It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I would have to say probably close to an hour, but that's because you had Alfred at the table and we had to reteach him. <laughs> a couple of times yeah exactly <laughs> but um and and look right now i totally realize it sounds like i'm like knocking the game but i promise the payoff to learning this beast is well worth the effort so you know like back in episode two we talked about lords of Waterdeep, another great worker placement game it's easy to learn it's it's easy to teach it's a ton of fun to play and it's the perfect game to introduce this game, this kind of worker placement gameplay mechanic to either your non-gaming buddies or, you know, your kind of casual board gaming friends. But when you're ready to graduate to something with with substance and deep, deep strategy, Tricarian is that game. Absolutely. And if you can find it, folks, good luck, because this one you might have to look on eBay because uh, it is it was a limited run. Yeah, I've never seen it in a store, but I do know where you can find it. And Joey Mac's address is, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nice. Uh, so that is that is my number three game that I am most thankful to have in my collection. How about you, Jay? What you got for us? Yeah, man, this was tough. And, and I like alongside you, Joey Mac, like the criteria of like how I put the list together was was kind of a way to kind of get the ball rolling with this because it was, it was really tough with all the games we have, mm-hmm. all the moments and memories we've had with each and every game. Um, I kind of broke it down into, um, you know, three things that pretty much got me kind of into games and got my, my fellow friends and family members into games. And most importantly, my wife, Jen. Whoops, now I'm oh. starting to sound like Rado. Hey, yes, Rado. Rado, I have a Jen in my life as well. <laughs> I, it looked like maybe I was a little bit mean to Jen, but it was total joking around, and Jen knows that, right? Anyways, so let me start off with number three. Number three. So number three for me is one that it takes me back to being a little kiddo. Aww. Riding my skateboard outside, being chased by the dog. Being put in trash cans by <laughs> fellow classmates. I thought you were going to say being chased by the cops. <laughs> no, no, no. I was an innocent little lad. Uh, I was an innocent little lad. But let me tell you something. If you get yourself some Fireball Island, you'll know it's right for you. But, oh, wow, it sounds Fireball. like we're doing a podcast maybe about the Guinness beer, but we're yeah. not, folks. It was... That was Boston Lager, Samuel Adams. <laughs> That's right. It's Thanksgiving. We're not in Ireland. But let me tell you, Fireball Island was one of those games that drew me in as a kid. I love this game. I love the 3D molded board. Um, I love the the marble coming down the different paths and knocking your little character off. Uh, playing adventure cards. And there's actually like variants on Board Game Geek, which is kind of amazing that this game still has that longevity because this is an old one, folks. I think it's like maybe what? 1980, 
four. I don't know exactly, but it was yeah, a long it, time ago. It, I think it was um, in the 80s. But, you know, there's a variant you can get where you can be like Indiana Jones and you can hold a gun or a whip and and add some more flavor and thematics to this game. And, and this was probably one of the first thematic games that I ever played. Because during that time, you know, you had Sorry and Monopoly and the Game of Life, which I guess is thematic in a way. Those little <laughs> pink and blue pegs, just kind of annoying. But You sound so depressed when you say, I guess it was thematic in a way. There's just so many good games. <laughs> and this is one of them. My number three, Fireball Island. Love this game. Ah, Yeah, that's a great one. You know, another one that I loved from back in the day was Mousetrap. Remember that? You know, I do remember Mousetrap, and I got to tell you, I picked it up for my kids. Yeah. And um, was it by everything the way, that you remember? Is it is it as good as we remember it? No, they kind of chucky. They kind of chucky cheesed it. Uh, oh. So no. if you're not familiar with Chuck E. Cheese, he's a rat. It's a pizza place, <laughs> and they remarketed him, and now he looks like a little like puny mouse. I mean, he doesn't even look like a rat anymore, and. I don't know. He's all like hip and he's all that, hip and cool. Yeah, yeah, I I want like rough, like robotic animatronic Chuck E. Cheese, and actually he's still in the Chuck E. Cheese by my house, and he's barely moving. But like, dude, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go all in, then you know you're gonna have to change the animatronics to be this little puny mouse that no one cares about. So they're holding on to the dream, and 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 that's like mouse trap. And, you know, but I got to tell you, they still kept with those shiny marbles, right? Those ones we love. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, my son even loves those marbles. He loved them so much, he actually swallowed one when the babysitter <laughs> was watching him. Or not watching oh, him. Oh, no. Um, oh, my no, God. No, she was, she, she was watching him for sure. It's a family member. Oh, so. no. But, uh, yeah, he snuck it in and he goes, I swallowed it to the babysitter. And this is the story <laughs> we heard. And uh, let me tell you something. Five days later, yes. I was going through poop sandwiches, and that marble yes. lost its shine. Oh. Those marbles are really a dark kind of matted gray underneath that that glimmer and glam. Had to oh share that God. story. So his, so his <laughs> stomach acids just ate away through the surface of the of the marble. Yes. So kids oh. out there oh. and grownups, don't put these in your mouth. Ah, oh. happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> you want some marbles with that? Oh, my God. That's a disgusting story. I told my son, I said, "What? now you got three marbles, buddy. Are you feeling real manly? Huh? I love that, I love that you fished the marble out of his poop. That's, that's a wonderful sight. Yeah, my wife made me do it. I really didn't want to do poop sandwiches. but Oh, um, my God. Yeah. So gross. Anyways. <laughs> number two. My number two. <laughs> is Seasons by Libellude and Asmodee Games. What'd you step uh, in? (laughs) A pile of poo. So I know we featured Seasons (laughs) last month, so I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I will say the reason I am thankful this game is in my collection is because it's the first game I ever bought after about a decade of not playing board games. Like, I played board games... I stopped. I never thought I'd get back in. And uh, actually, J-Dub, I think I have to give you credit for pulling me back into this hobby. Yeah, man. I Not- sold you some crack on this one, dude. You did. I was I was a pusher on this one, dude. I, oh. 
Big time. I, I really wanted someone to play games with besides my wife, which I love you, honey. But um, Hi, Jen. Yes. Uh, but uh, we went to our local gaming store, Game Castle. Game Castle. We were Shut together, up. and we looked at a bunch of games, and Joey Mack picked this one. I got to tell you, folks, this is definitely worth the number two mention. Yeah, this is such a great game. You know, and not not to mention just, you know, giving you credit for pulling me back, back into this little board gaming addiction. But, you know, if, if I can get a little soft for a moment here, oh, I got to say that it's here. it's all because of it's all because of you that this podcast even exists. No, I would say it's and because of you, Joey Mac. Oh, oh, now now. But, you know, the cool thing is we can bring it all back to seasons. If it wasn't if if you didn't bring me back to the game shop, to Game Castle, I wouldn't have bought Seasons, and if we didn't buy Seasons, we never would have played it, and if we didn't play it, then we wouldn't go crazy, and we this podcast wouldn't even be around. So, and we I wouldn't owe, have the we wouldn't have the great announcement from our good friend Eric. Yeah, Eric, the announcer. What is uh, it with Eric and and, and announcing? <laughs> See you on the flip side. Oh my God, we'll, we'll cut uh, that out. Let me let me let me get. Let me just finish. Let me just wrap up seasons really quickly before we go, go on to your number two. Let me just say this: seasons is a is a great game. We bought it that day. We learned it together. Played it that night. It's been on my shelf. Such a great game. Great choice. Number two. So my number two was really tough, and I actually just changed my mind. Happens. Sorry, folks. But my number two is a game that I went to Game Castle. Wow, Game Castle's getting a lot of love on this episode. It does. Yeah. They need to sponsor us. Come yeah. On, Game Castle. Come on, up. Game Castle. Please, Step Game up. Castle, Game Castle. Uh, three locations in the Bay Area. That's um, right. But... I went into Game Castle with my wife, and I was just, you know, I had been listening to the Dice Tower with Tom Vassell. I mean, that's where I kind of started listening and getting into this hobby again. And um, so thank you, Tom. And, um, you know, we went in there, and I had hopes of getting probably a zombie game or kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons type, you know, game with figures and stuff. And instead, I had to think about my wife because I'd be playing with her. And so we got. Drum roll. Yes. Ticket to Ride. Ah, Ticket to Ride. Such a Classic. great game, folks. It's a great uh, gateway game. It's a great entry-level game. Essentially, you're building your own tracks. You have these tickets, and you're and you're building your lo- your tracks to your location. And there's a lot of strategy involved, and you can kind of cut off someone, but you don't want to do that to your wife because then – you end up sleeping on the couch with no dinner. Exactly. Happy wife, happy life. But it's such a great game, and it just it means a lot to me because it was the first game that uh, got me into playing board games again, and I got to play with my wife, and we still play it to this day, and this game will never leave my shelf. Although it's not one of my favorite games to play, it always is welcomed at the table. So, ticket to ride. And speaking of gateway games... Let me just jump into my number one. Number one! So, before I get started, let me just back up just a bit here. So, if you've noticed, if you've been following along, people, 
you'll notice that uh, all my picks have been firsts so far. The first game I backed on Kickstarter, first game that sucked me back in. So my pick for the game I am most thankful for goes to The Settlers of Catan. Oh, what a great pick. Such a great game. I think Settlers of Catan has been... Uh, you know, has been kind of the first game for a lot of people that got people into this hobby. So I'm going to date myself right now, uh, but it was back around 1998-ish when a buddy of mine introduced me to this game back in college. I spent many a night trading sheep for wood instead of whatever assignment I was supposed to be working on. But yeah, this is the game I identify with as the one that kind of opened my eyes and showed me that there was way more to board games than just Monopoly and Scrabble and life, the game of life. There it is again. <laughs> and folks, if you're going to date yourself, make sure when you pick this up that you buy yourself a box of chocolates as well. Nice. I had, I had to took, add that, dude. It took me a sound. I was like, what? Because I thought I'm you could little, put that. I think you could I'm put a that, little in that slow. in that little gap. I'm a little to. slow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, just just for that reason alone, it is the game I am most thankful to have in my collection. Good pick, brother. Good Thank you. pick. And, and I need to play it again. I haven't played it for a long time, so I got to bust it out. Yeah, you do. Bust a move. Bust it out. Bust it. Number one. Yeah, what's your number one? I'm excited. So as I mentioned earlier... My number three was the game that got me kind of into board games when I was just a little laddie. And my number two was a game that got me back into board gaming and playing with my wife. Mm-hmm. And so, folks, I bet you can't guess. No, I bet you can. Joey Mac, I think you can guess. What would be my number one? Oh. I have an idea. Too late. My number one I- is. <laughs> Good. Yes. My number one is Another Seasons. Ah, oh, wow. Seasons. Yes, Seasons. Oh, and I just, I'll never forget. It's like, yes, I finally got Joey going into <laughs> Game Castle. Oh, my He's God. He's going to be yes. hooked. I just had to get him there. You know, you it was like, did. here's the carrot, here's the carrot. And then finally he grabbed it and. Boom, we're in Game Castle, oh and he's looking at board games. And I knew once he stepped in, he would be a gamer for life. I already knew he was a video gamer for life, but I knew now he would be a board gamer for life. And I got to tell you, this was such a great experience because there's so many games. And he chose a game that uh, I would have picked up, and I didn't have to. So I saved a lot of money that day. Yeah. Uh, but more <laughs> importantly, we went home that night, had some beer, as always. Mm-hmm. But this time, brought a board game to the table, and it was such a great night, a great experience, and can't say enough about it. We talked about it in the the last two episodes ago. Um, Seasons is my number one. Number one, Joey Mack. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel special. My good buddy and me playing board games. Gives me a little warmth right in my heart right here. Right here. I'm I'm putting my my hand on my heart for the people so that we can visualize And if it wasn't for Seasons, we wouldn't have Gaming on Tap podcast. So That's right. Thank you, Seasons. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Seasons. I love you four times a year. <laughs> 
And you know, I was I was pretty resistant. Like you tried to get me into board games for a long time, and I'm just like, no, no, been there, done that. I'm out. I don't know how. I'm still trying to figure out how you sucked me back in. You tricked me. I think the thing that board games, and I'm just gonna kind of go off here a little bit. But the thing about board games is that they're very different than video games. And we have been playing video games up until this point. We have been playing forever, right? Online. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't get too nerdy, but Final Fantasies and, and, um, gosh, you know, Skyrims. And I don't know. I can't name any of the games. We played so many. Um, Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon, yes. Oh, my gosh. Rainbow Six. Yes. Destiny. Yes. Oh my god. List goes on and on. But but with board games, you really get to bring your friends together. You get to relax. You're not thinking about anything. You might be talking about work. We might be talking about Silicon Valley. We might be talking about video games. But the thing with board games is they have so much longevity. And mm-hmm. even these games that they, they're talking about now that you can only play them once and, and never play them again, like Time Stories. You know, I think we mentioned this before. I can't remember what I did yesterday, and I'm surely not going to remember a complex game like Time Stories. So mm-hmm. these games just go on forever. Now, a video game, you conquer it, and there's this like sense of like accomplishment. I'm done. And yep. you're done. And then that game, you usually will sell back to a GameStop or you know wherever yep. you you know eBay, and lose money on it. But you got you got what you paid for. But right. there's not a lot of longevity in video games unless you're playing like an MMO or something. Yeah, you know, I actually kind of feel the same way. I mean, granted, video games, you know, they allow you to play with friends and it does, you know, kind of bring people together virtually. But but you're totally right. Board games gives you kind of that tangible human interaction that video games just, just can't do. So, I mean, that's not to say I, you know, I enjoy one over the other. It's just I think there's room for both. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree with you agreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, you know, I was agreeing with you. So you, I you, was you, agreeing you, with you what you punch. agreed with when I agreed with what we agreed upon. Well, well, then I'm agreeing with you agreeing with me agreeing with you. They don't know that we know they know we know. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Perfect. So I know this is kind of the part where we go into the jump into the new stuff, but we are pushing 30 minutes. It looks like we're at about 25 minutes right now. So we should probably wrap things up quickly. Oh, you know what? Wait, we can't. Oh, yeah, please. Go right ahead. I just remembered. I just remembered something, Joe and Mac. I beat Mario and Rabbids (gasps) on the Nintendo Switch. And let me tell you, folks. It's amazing. Congratulations. What a, wow, what a feat. It was crazy complicated and complex, which is the same thing. But it was so much fun. (laughs) I had so much fun, Uh, but it was tough. And I'll tell you, Joey Mack, I'm not judging, but there's some pieces in that game where you would throw your controller Um, and turn off your machine because it got frustrating. (laughs) Anyways, oh my god! I had you to know, tell you. I, I have a, I have a feeling that I'm not going to finish this game. I just have a feeling. It was. But congratulations on beating it. it That's was awesome. Epic. Yes. Yes. All right. So before we wrap things up, I want to give a couple of shout outs, if that's okay with you, Jada. Shout away, brother. 
Shout away. This is this is the this is the moment right here. So last episode I put out a request for people to leave a creative review on our iTunes page. Nice. JW, you want to take a guess how many new reviews we received during this past two weeks? I'll say 150. There there we go. That's the optimism I wanted. It's what was it, 150? You were you were over by 150. What? That's right. But you know what? I didn't let that I did not let that get me down. So this episode's review of the week goes to Melvin71, who wrote, I'm looking forward to hearing more from you guys. My only problem with the podcast is that it's not that long. And then they wrote in parentheses, that's what she said. Very and it nice. Comes out ev- it comes out every other week. We want more. So thank you for the review, Melvin71. But I'm I'm not done. I'm not done, J Dub. I also I think I told you I, I think I was talking to you about this guy over the phone a few days ago, but I also want to give a shout out to this guy, Volt underscore Jamie from Instagram. He dropped us a nice direct message to tell us that he's also from the San Francisco Bay Area and that he's digging the podcast. Nice. And he even shops at Game Castle, which is the same local store I go to to buy my games. It's where the world our world's just become so much smaller. Things are more moderner than before. Bigger and yet smaller. It's computers. I love it. Thank you so much. I know. I love that people are actually reaching out and telling us that they're that they're enjoying the show. Makes us happy. Happy, happy. So, J-Dub, like I was saying before, in the interest of time, I am not going to talk about what's on my radar. I'm going to hold off. Uh, I actually have something pretty interesting to talk about, but I'm going to save it. For the next show. Ooh, teaser. This is a cliffhanger. You know, it's just that these top three lists always run really long. Well, I can't wait to hear your your secret uh, game stack. All right. Let me just go through our little, our little closer here. As always, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at GamingOnTap. You can check out the show notes and leave a comment on our website at www.GamingOnTap.com. And most importantly... Please subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google, Stitcher. Last but not least, thanks so much for listening, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Tapped out! Thank you for making it this far. Today's episode of Gaming on Tap was recorded in the boardroom. Audio equipment used in the production of this podcast was generously provided by our friends at Tascam. Visit Tascam.com to learn more. Our theme song was written and performed by the Cracker Brothers, and you can find their music at ReverbNation.com slash Cracker Brothers. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GamingOnTap, and for all things on tap, visit GamingOnTap.com. Until next time, for J-Dub and Joey Mack, I'm Eric the Announcer saying, Game Responsibly! Game Responsibly!